0: We're Beat be the, the bots. bots. I'm Brianna Lynn. And I'm Ezra. We just got featured on the Everywhere is Queer.com. Check them out for an exclusive 20% off code valid through October 31st on all orders.
1: Yeah, it's October. That means we are here to share spooky, scary, creepy, and crazy stories about work experiences. There's also still time to submit your scary stories.
0: The deadline to submit your story for our final spooky show of the year is October 21st. Email us with your stories to podcast at com, and please let us know if it's okay to share. Plus, anyone who submits a story will automatically be entered to win our merch giveaway contest. If you don't have a scary work story but still want to throw your name in the ring, be sure to check out our Instagram post that is pinned at BeatTheBotsResume to find out how to enter.
1: If you like us, tell a friend about us and give us a follow on TikTok at BeatTheBots and on Instagram at Resume. Or you can find us on our site at BeatTheBotsResume.com.
0: Want to help support us and get cool extras? Visit Patreon.com forward slash Resume.
1: Okay, today's spooky, scary podcast theme is part one of two, food service tales of terror. Let's get into it.
0: All right. The first story is titled The Cheese Counter Guy. Ew. They <laughs> hate saying it by which, Okay, here we go. This story comes from someone who wants to remain anonymous. She said that when she was working in a bakery in a grocery store, she usually worked early mornings. After working there for a while, her manager moved her to Nights. The store was set up so that the bakery faced the cheese counter, where they sold the fancy cheeses and crackers. She started noticing that there was a guy at the cheese counter who would stare at her every time she had a shift. Mm. He had a blank expression a lot of the time and would just stare. She said, if you've ever worked in a bakery, you know that you are usually pretty busy even when there are no customers. But whenever she looked up, the guy was just staring at her. Mm. Sometimes he would smile, but it was very unsettling when he did. This went on for a few weeks and she attempted to ignore it for a while. She eventually decided that it was getting way too creepy. She told her manager about the guy. The manager disappeared for a hot second right away and then informed her that she had discussed the issue with the guy and told him to leave her alone. However, the guy denied doing anything and insisted that everything was fine. When her manager relayed this to her, she freaked out because she felt like that wasn't the appropriate way to handle the situation. Oh, God, it's not. It's not. Yeah, that not.
1: is freaking me out. That's, That's so dangerous. Yeah. What kind of manager was
0: I? Honestly. <laughs> it? Honestly. It, and based on the way that this is written, it, it sounds like the manager was another woman.
1: Yeah, it was. So,
0: like, I don't know. I feel How... like other women tend to know the safety issues that come with talking to creepy men.
1: Yeah, you would think. She sounds dumb. Yeah. Okay. That sucks.
0: Um, okay. The guy continued to stare at her. Of course. And she found out from other people that he had also been asking about her to figure out her shifts and more information about her. Ew. Manager thought she was being overdramatic and wasn't willing to arrange for an escort to get her to the car at night. Jesus Christ. Between feeling unsafe and being frustrated with dealing with customers' attitudes, she decided to quit after not too long. Good call. Yeah, it just sucks. But before she left, she refused to work nights anymore because it was so terrifying to walk to the parking lot alone, especially because her manager didn't believe her and had made things worse. Ew. God, that's so gross. I...
1: It's like Scooby-Doo. The real monsters are the people.
0: Honestly. Like...
1: Don't fucking leer at people. That's weird.
0: Yeah, I don't care if you got social skill issues or what. It's I feel don't do it.
1: Also, don't hit on people at work.
0: I've never. Yeah, I mean, we talked about that in a previous podcast episode. Because if you do not doctor guy,
1: yeah, if you do, you're (laughs) fucked up.
0: So fucked up.
1: Yeah, I was actually talking to my boyfriend about it recently, and I was like, "Hey, have you ever hit on anyone at work?" And he's like, "No, I'm not a fucking freak." What? (laughs)
0: I don't even think I would, like, see, I even get cautious with smiling at customers.
1: Yeah, because you don't want to, like... I don't
0: want them to think... I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds, too. (laughs) So I'm, like, worried that I'm going to, like, smile at the wrong person when crossing the street, and then they're going to think I love them, and then murder me.
1: I mean, I've had a stalker before. It's definitely, like, a possibility. It's it's a thing.
0: I'm just over-concerned about it because of the show. But, like, I... It makes me so mad that the manager handled it that way. I will say I've been lucky to have a manager, even when I wasn't working nights or walking my car alone or anything like that. Like they were super awesome and like they were shitty in a lot of ways. They told me that I should wear a fake engagement ring because of the clientele they had there. Yeah, they were like that. Cause that's the thing, you know, men only really respect other people when they're, I mean, sometimes even women, you know, like, oh, you got a you got someone already fine. I guess I'll back off because you're their property. Yeah. But like, you know, freaking they gave me permission to lock the store at certain hours. if I was feeling unsafe. That's reasonable. Which. It, yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine hearing, hey, I feel unsafe. And then going to the person that's making them feel unsafe and be like, you should stop doing what you're doing. And oh, he's you're like not doing anything. Yeah. Cool.
1: He's like, I'm not being a fucking freak. <laughs>
0: I mean, not in his eyes. No. Yeah,
1: exactly. OK, gross. So don't Ugh. fucking do that. Yeah. Um,
0: Take the lesson, managers. When someone tells you that someone at work is making you uncomfortable, handle it professionally and don't ignore it and then fire them.
1: Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's go
0: on to the next one.
1: So our second story is a two parter and it comes from my friend in Arizona. I won't give her full name, but shout out to O. I love you. Uh, she shared two stories with us. One is a little spooky, the other one is sad but also scary. Oh no, okay. Um, so the first one is called The Haunted Hooters. Oh, I'm so in. Which I'm obsessed with this one. So she was in she went to college in Chicago, and while she was in college, she worked at a restaurant with a haunted reputation. Uh so she was trying to earn grocery money, you know, rent, stuff like that. And this Hooters. That she worked at was allegedly haunted. I actually visited her at work once. Uh, so I was on Liberty after graduating boot camp in Great Lakes, and I mostly wanted to say hi, and I was craving some fried pickles, and they were okay. But mostly, it was really exciting to see a friend from back home. So um, I'm not really into Hooters. I don't know if you could tell.
0: <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> that seems so on brand for you. Yeah. Wow.
1: Happy Pride.
0: <laughs> it's, it's October.
1: Every month. Every month is
0: Monday's Pride Month when you're gay. <laughs> yes, that's
1: right. Uh, so this was when she was working there between 2010 and 2011. So yeah, a while ago. ancient history. We're old. I get it. Okay. So still high school. apparently <laughs> during the Chicago fire of 1871, the original building on Well Street where the Haunted Hooters now stands was burned to the ground portions of the original basement structure remained and it was made of old stone and it still had scorch marks and uh so obviously cool yeah obviously the original building was not a hooters i don't think they had it back then that
0: would be so cool though can you imagine <laughs> at 1871 <laughs> look at this ankle yeah i was gonna say it's Remember called that? it's
1: called ankles <laughs>
0: uh
1: yeah i i'm not sure what it was but according to her coworkers. The ghost haunting what became the Hooters was someone that had died in that original fire, and she never experienced anything personally, but she did find the basement extremely creepy, and she avoided it at all costs because the vibe was unsettling. So one of her coworkers, was a hostess, said that she had an experience. She felt a presence and always felt like she was being watched when she was closing up the restaurant alone at night. And other co-workers reported hearing phantom footsteps following them, but when they turned around, there was nobody there so uh, fuck that, God, ew. yeah, there is another little tidbit from history from the building, oh gosh, it was once used when people would grave rob. Because there was a shortage of fresh cadavers for medical mm-hmm. students in Chicago and then St. Um, so allegedly thousands of bodies were smuggled through the building on their way from the grave to medical schools for dissection. And so none of her coworkers claimed to have seen the ghostly apparitions themselves, but the building was reported to be haunted by both a male and a female ghost that some people had seen. And I would take that with a grain of salt, but I also would not volunteer to close up alone. No, yeah. Fuck no.
0: Absolutely fuck not.
1: All right. The second part of this story also happened in the winter of 2011. And this one is more sad than scary. But the fact that it could happen to anyone is terrifying. So as I said before, we were both in Chicago at the same time at one point. And we were there during the polar vortex event from January 31st to February 2nd, 2011. So I was in boot camp, and it was insane. And she was also working at Hooters one of those nights. So when I was in boot camp, I lost power. Um, whenever we tried to go outside, it was brutal. There was like six plus foot snow drifts. The wind was so cold; like if you stepped outside, your hands would immediately start going numb in your gloves. Gloves. Yeah, and it felt like being sandblasted. Because it was so windy and the ice didn't stick together um, like normal snow, so it was extreme arctic cold during Snowmageddon. She was working, and there is all of a sudden a commotion outside the Hooters, and some Good Samaritans brought in a man that they found lying on the sidewalk just outside the front door, and they tried to resuscitate him, but unfortunately, he had already passed away because of exposure. Yeah, and so all the ambulance could do was take him to the city morgue, um, and wait out the snowmageddon. Jeez. And apparently, over the course of snowmageddon, a few dozen people fell victim to the extreme weather.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah, it was crazy.
0: Why the fuck are the Hooters open?
1: That's what I was gonna say.
0: Yeah, like what?
1: Why would you even have to go report to work at Hooters during a historic blizzard? <laughs> Who the fuck goes to Hooters during a blizzard?
0: I would. I worked at an urgent care during a crazy for our area snowstorm of sorts, and honestly, they opened late. An urgent care barely like when we had a little bit of ice on the road. Yeah, but, like we changed our hours to be accommodating for the safety of the employees at an urgent care somewhere yeah. that people are probably going to wind up wanting to go in the snow.
1: Chicago's kind of hard. Yeah. Jeez. Chicago's wild. I've um, never
0: been. I've only seen the musical. Hey,
1: such a good musical. Highly recommend.
0: It is a very good one. Oh, I love that it's a 7-Eleven for me, considering I drink big bulbs all the fucking time. I'm a cashier at a 7-Eleven. It says, my 7-Eleven is haunted.
1: I bet it is.
0: I mean, yeah, I feel like that's a place that you would expect to be a little bit haunty. It has bad vibes. All right, here we go. This is their words, not mine. So a few years ago, roughly around mid-November, I was working a night shift at my local 7-Eleven. My coworker was in the back cooking chicken, and I was out front taking care of customers, making sure all of our write-offs were done, when I heard the alarm telling me the door opened and a customer had entered the store. I spun around to greet them, and as I did, I saw a black blur rush through the door and dart down the nearest aisle. No. I'm totally starting to get super good on this one. At first, I had thought that it was a customer that really needed the washroom or something, but noticed I didn't see them pass by any other aisles leading to the washroom. So I decided to take a quick look around the store to make sure they weren't trying to steal anything. However, couldn't find anyone in the store. They just disappeared. Roughly 5 to 10 minutes later, a woman entered the store and walked down all the aisles, seemingly looking for someone before calling out their name, Wesley! She only said this once before leaving the store. The only incident that happened for a while was that I heard banging through one of the walls in the kitchen one day. Ew. Ugh. The bathroom was on the other side of that <laughs> wall, and I was cooking at the time, so I didn't really know if we had any customers in there at the moment. Which is completely possible. It's worth mentioning that we've had extremely high people hanging around in the bathroom before. That's fair, it's 7-Eleven. <laughs> um, teens will sometimes decide to have sex in there. Ew. Gross. Needless to say, that washroom's definitely seen some shit, and they wouldn't be surprised if it was a customer that was banging around. I wasn't going to check. That's valid. That's terrifying. Up until three days ago, things were normal besides that one banging nose. Nothing really seemed out of the ordinary. Then, on Thursday... I was once again working the night shift, and while doing my end-of-shift paperwork and printing off everything I needed, I was standing in front of the window facing all the gas pumps when for some reason pump one popped up on the gas till, saying that someone clicked the request help button. Mm No. When I looked out the window, there was no one anywhere near the pump's. The entire lot was empty, except for a couple of cars belonging to other people in the area who also worked night shifts in the neighboring stores. Later that same night, when I went to the washroom, the door handle jiggled when I was inside. Uh-uh. No. This was an employee washroom in the back that customers do not have access to. When I came back out, I asked my only coworker that night if she was trying to open the door, but she had been in the front and hadn't gone back there. Nobody had been back there at all. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope, no thank you. Mm-mm. Nope.
1: Are these too scary? Can you finish these?
0: No, no, I'm good. It's just icky. okay. It's super. Be dramatic a little bit. Like, no, I'm like totally fine. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It Didn't happen to me.
1: <laughs> um. So this one is from another bartender, but mm-hmm. they worked in a historic bar.
0: Oh, fuck! I love these.
1: So he said, "I worked in a building built in 1860, and it was an old brothel." that still had the original wooden bar and hidden rooms in the back. He said, I always felt watched and cold. Once I thought a customer had walked out. I ran to the bathroom, felt and saw a presence and said I'd be out in a minute. When I emerged, I could feel and hear them walking down the stairs outside as the bar was upstairs. Then my boss came up saying we hadn't had any customers. I insisted one had just walked out, but he said that he had been downstairs. He told me it was a ghost of a woman. Apparently a woman had been killed during those wild west days in that building. It gave me the chills. I also worked in a town over, and mind you, these are old towns in California. I worked at an old post office that turned into a restaurant slash club. At one AM I would sneak in the back and make food after closing the bar waiting for the owners and their friends to leave and close up. The basement was incredibly scary. I think every basement is. Every basement is. Is scary. Fuck basements.
0: Especially in historic buildings.
1: Yeah. Um, like they get worse there. Yeah. He said, I could always hear footsteps and sense someone's presence, Mm-mm. which made the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I usually ignored it, thinking it was just me being scared, until one time I watched as plates were thrown one by one. No. Onto the floor. When I returned to clean it up, I found flour all over the floor. And <laughs> What? This ghost is just a dick.
0: I love it. That's the kind of ghost I'd be, to be he,
1: honest. He said the plates were in a very secure place and I watched as they stacked perfectly flew off one by one. After that, I never went there alone again.
0: Mm, I wouldn't go alone again either.
1: Fuck that. That's, I think. Oh, God. Instead of fuck them, let's say fuck that.
0: <laughs> fuck that. That's why. I like that. Here's a story from a kitchen staff. I worked in a oh
1: a sleepy, a big sleepy moment.
0: Ooh, anytime I see the word, anytime I see the word "worked" now or "work" of sort, I immediately think of the Monster Mash and the voice. It's like, <laughs> oh, I was and it's <laughs> a yawn, and then I think about yawning, and then I yawn. <laughs> Anyways, I worked in a certain hotel in Milwaukee. The serial killer once frequented in the nineties. Ooh, okay. We'll always have scary stories about the rooms, but the kitchen doesn't get much attention. The housekeeping employees do their laundry in the basement right underneath the kitchen, so we often made contact with each other. One Saturday night, in the heat of a rush, one housekeeping lady ran up to the kitchen, which was unusual. She started speaking frantically to the sous chef, but it was in Spanish, so I didn't know what was happening. The sous chef told the exec what the situation was, and then he followed the housekeeper to the basement, clutching his rosary. Jesus. Okay. The basement again. The exec got all the cooks back on the track while explaining what had happened since we were all so confused. The lady had been doing laundry downstairs when she heard someone whistling behind her. She turned and saw a young boy behind the washer right next to her, so she'd asked what he was doing down there and if he was lost. She looked away for a split second, and he was gone. Apparently, she ran through the whole basement calling and looking for him, but he never reappeared. She realized that she had seen a ghost and took off running.
1: Fuck that.
0: I Okay, I don't know why. Probably because I'm crazy. But serial killer related (laughs) ghost stories don't freak me out. Yeah. I don't know why. I think probably because like I'm like, oh, why would a ghost be hanging out at 7-Eleven? Or, oh, why would a ghost? But it's like, oh, yeah. So you're a killer? Yeah, absolutely. Like, of course, it would make sense that they would haunt that. Yeah. I feel like the weird haunt places like is like a Hooters, bro, or like not, you know, <laughs> like like that sort of energy I'm like freaked out by. I don't know. But I I like that one. I like. Yeah. You like kid ghosts. Oh, what's wrong with me?
1: I think little kid ghosts are freakier. They're
0: the worst. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I want one to play with a ball.
1: Fuck no. <laughs> I'm
0: crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: um also so i am a little bit superstitious i I super
0: superstitious (laughs) super
1: duperstitious. so i will not fucking whistle at night because i don't know if it's a appalachian thing but if you whistle at night some people believe that it is inviting something to follow you home and hurt you (laughs) yeah so i don't whistle at night i don't whistle in general but i actually can't whistle but i do yell at my boyfriend when he whistles at night i'm like listen here you're, you're freaking me out
0: if you're at home and you whistle at night is it does it count
1: i think it's mostly when you're like walking through the woods and stuff like oh, don't
0: ever walk through the woods probably
1: yeah don't fucking do that it's...
0: <laughs>
1: also if i heard someone whistling at night in the woods i would shit myself so
0: oh 100 <laughs> i don't think i would ever be in the woods in general but especially not at night
1: like i love the woods i spend a lot of time in the swamp and the woods yeah. um
0: because yes, I, man.
1: I love nature. I actually. It's so
0: great. You're my go to bug friend. Yeah.
1: She's like, what bug is this? Will well, it hurt it always,
0: me? I'm like, am I going to die from this spider?
1: And I said, no, there are hardly any venomous spiders here.
0: Oh, fun fact. There was a dead black widow. Oh, There's a black widow carcass hanging outside of the theater that I work at.
1: Nice. I actually used to have a pet black widow as a child. Which That
0: makes sense.
1: It makes sense for me. That
0: is so on brand for you.
1: Yeah, I fed her with tongs. And then I let her go before I went to boot camp, so.
0: I don't know why I'm never surprised by things like these. Uh, Just because we're friends and I know you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I also found a bunch of, uh, they're ghost pipes. They're uh, flowers that are totally white and they taste like asparagus. Although I didn't take any because it's in a a state park. But I found like 30 patches of them and I was like, it's so cool. They're very rare. I got so excited. And they're also spooky. All right. So I think that this concludes this part of the episode of Spooky, Freaky and Scary Work Stories. We will be back next time with more tales of retail terror.
0: Remember the deadline to submit your story for our final mega spooky show of the year and to be entered into our merch giveaway is October 21st, 2023. Email us with your stories to podcast at BeatTheBotsResume.com.
1: And check out our pinned Instagram post at BeatTheBotsResume to find out how to enter, even if you don't have a scary story Mm yet.